What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Three Guys from the South Side. My name's Mike Merrick, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. Coming from Champaign, Illinois. Class is back in session, folks, after after a long winter break. But you have a, a grad student, Boys Bernardi, from Champaign, Illinois. Boys, how are we feeling? Good. Like you said, class is back in session. Um, back on the grind. Back grinding on our picks. Still doing, having a pretty good run. Playoffs were favorable to us last week. And um, we still got a flyer out there, so we're excited. But nothing else going on. Just freaking cold in January. Wish I was in Texas by now. You know, it's it's really a grind waking up at 11 o'clock for, for class on the Tuesday. But uh, nonetheless, you are back at it. I got an 8 a.m. tomorrow. Oh, boy, that's an early one. That's He's not even going one. to class. It's it's remote. First I'm, week's first week's first week's remote, Uncle Mikey. That's uh, that's fair. That's the fair. good news is you can finally let your college age daughters leave the house again because Blaze is busy with schoolwork. <laughs> Freaking ridiculous. I'm sick of this. Oh, folks, right on cue as always. Burning the midnight oil at the office tonight. God, just putting in the hours. What a shift you're putting in right now. Dave Hashtag Philo. Naperville, Illinois. Dave, Dave, how are we doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm a little I'm gassed, you know. I've been working hard all day. Uh partied for Marty yesterday. Now I've got a cardi on. Uh Nah, it was a good weekend. It was a little bit scary and dicey for a little bit there, but uh, I ended up getting winning some money late, which is good. Uh, my picks won again, 3-0. No big deal. We got the NFL under wraps here, I think. I think we might win some more games this weekend. I feel pretty good about it. I, 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 I do. Too. How did you I, only get one win in a weekend where the favorites dominated? Uh, so so I actually ended up betting more than that on, on my own dime. Um, I didn't have, well, I mean, I mean, you're on credit really. So is it really on your own dime? Yeah, true. It's on, it's on, it's on credit. I mean, at least there's no statues going up in Grand Rapids. So, um, Hey, I, I did, I did not hedge on Saturday, uh, in my, in my parlay. I ended up hitting, or, uh, yeah, I ended up hitting the Bengals and the bills. I ended up letting that ride both set both Sunday and Monday. Didn't hit the second leg of both two teamers that I had hit the first leg. Of course, I, I didn't uh, didn't hedge on those. But Dave, you mentioned that you were sweating a little bit this weekend. Well, I'm always sweating, Mikey. I tried this new thing. Uh, my sister got me. It like literally burns my pits, and it's been it's been helping a lot. You're um, you're notorious. You're notorious for for a, a deep a deep cycle. Just the pits, though. Nowhere else, really. And then my back sometimes, but mainly the pits. Uh, but no, I mean, I was I was in a pretty deep hole. Uh, we can talk about it when we talk about the NHL, but our, our overs play hasn't been working at all. So uh, that got us in a little bit of a hole. And then I was doing, like, all sorts of these boosts. But luckily, uh, on Sunday, the one boost on DraftKings that ended up hitting was uh, Patrick Mahomes to lead the weekend in passing yards. So that was a seven fifty to uh, seven and a half to one hit. So that ended up saving the weekend, and I ended up pretty well into the black. Nice, nice. You, I mean, you put enough on that. That's that's a, that's a decent little chunk of change there. I know we did, we had a fifty spot on there. I mean, we were losing every other bet left and right, but good thing DraftKings stock went down again this week, Dave, because of you. <clears throat> I know. Thank God. And now I just got to wait for that money to hit because if the Packers don't win the Super Bowl, I'm going to owe a certain bookie quite a bit of money. You said it though, dude. Five, the the favorites, the favorites covered what five of six? I think so. Yeah. 
and there By were the blowouts way, too. It wasn't even close. Yeah. Oh, wasn't even close. I I made it. I made a joke at team meeting yesterday morning about the Cowboys losing. I I said, you know, enough's enough. We're done being sad. We got to get to business this morning. I swear to God, I had four people at work that I thought they wanted to kill me. I'm like, are, are, are you people serious? And believe me, the city was absolutely devastated after that loss. Well, I think it's like Dak Prescott looked horrible. I don't know what the heck Kellen Moore's doing, and Mike McCarthy's still clueless. So, and it seems like they're all coming back next year. So, running, going to run it back with a talented team and losing the NFC Wild Card again. So that makes sense. Dak looked terrible. Dak Did you, looked absolutely terrible in the first half. Did you go out for the game? Yeah, I was out Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday? Yeah. And I had to work Monday. Oh, yeah, well, you're a legend. Where were you at Sunday for the boys game? Uh, I was at Harwood Arms, little English-Irish uh, pub. Actually, a big Premier League pub, but uh, was over there. I had a few car bombs at noon, so had a fun one. But, yeah, it was. Uh, it, you could hear a pin drop in there after that first touchdown. Uh, by by San Francisco, it was it was pretty it was pretty quiet from the get go. Yeah, wire to wire win for the 49ers. Yeah, were they? Uh, was anyone blaming the refs down there? Oh, you think they're not gonna blame, they're not gonna blame their own? And then you, and then you got you got Dak condoning fans throwing shit at the refs at the end of the game. It's like what the what are you doing? What do you do? Did you guys did you guys see that? I did see that. He knew the game. He knew that a lot was riding on this game for not just him, but the whole organization. And they kind of fell on their face. I mean, especially to go twelve and five and have a, a fantastic year like they did, and, and they just pissed the bed first round. That's that's a that's a tough look. Squeak. Yeah, we kind of talked about this too. The favorites doing so well. Honestly, I'd be fine if they went back to just six teams in the playoffs. These se- the seven these seven seed teams don't really deserve to be there, in my opinion. Yeah, they the just Steel- got completely outclassed. The Steelers looked awful too, and and. I don't want to jump ahead to this week, but part of the reason why I'm on the Bills, I like Steelers. Steelers are good early, but then their secondary kind of fell apart, and uh, they they really they couldn't they couldn't hang with the Chiefs. But um, what else from the, from this weekend? A wild card weekend was uh, exactly that, pretty wild uh, in the NFL. Any other takeaways? Any anything to kind of foreshadow going into in the into the divisional round here this weekend? Um, no, just that one future ticket I have, Bills and Packers to meet in the Super Bowl. Um, it couldn't be a better start for me personally with the way the Bills played against New England. Absolutely dominated from start to finish. Didn't even punt or have to try and convert a fourth down. Um, I think they're going to be ready to play in Kansas City, and that's going to be the game of the weekend on Sunday for 530 for all the marbles for me, I think. I think so. I think that's the only game standing in their way, uh, getting the Super Bowl. So, Davey, what about you? Any final words from uh, Wild Card Weekend? No, this weekend should be a lot better as far as like actual play on the field. That Cincinnati Vegas game was really the only game that was that was good. Close. Um, I, yeah, so they, I mean, a lot of these other games were just blowouts. And to Blaze's point, think about last year the Bears were a seven seed too and got blown out. So I get why they do it to have extra teams be in it and actually have a chance to make the playoffs towards the end of the season and can uh, continue with some more fan engagement, but. It's a joke. Like the the talent drop off, or the, not the talent drop off, but just the drop off between these teams were just was massive. And going into it, the Chiefs were a goddamn thirteen point favorite, so it ended up being even worse than we thought it was going to be. Yeah, <clears throat> we do. Yeah, a couple couple really good ones though on the slate this weekend. It should be a nice weekend. Go yeah, Packers! I'm, I'm all we're all in on the Packers and the Bills. 
uh, I need those two teams as well for this little fantasy league that I'm in. I had a good week, a good start to that. But no one cares about my fantasy team, Per Blaze. Hey, everything's coming up Millhouse. It's your fantasy coming... playoff team. We care, Dave. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, we care. We care. Um, well, hey, look, b- before we get into that, let's do, let's touch quickly. You mentioned something about your little overs debacle you had in the NHL. We're going we're gonna to talk, talk uh, Cold Steel on Ice for a quick second. This is the Bernie Madoff NHL round robin playoff parlay. Dave can talk. Just, Dave can just, talk to you about this. Just don't do round robins unless you're betting heavy dogs. It's not worth it. Um, we just basically set. I set like a hundred or two hundred forty bucks on fire in the last two weekends on this stupid fucking shit. Lowers us this last week. We did. It. We were doing three team round robins out of like ten. Uh, NHL overs and only three hit, so only one of them hit one of the three teamers. So we only got like six bucks back. It was three. Six out of two hundred and forty. Six out of one hundred and twenty dollars. It was horrible, Mike. Hey, it was so, a dumb idea, but you know what? You live and you learn. Now we know what this does. We're done. We're off of them. So ex- explain to me quickly how does a round robin work? So if you <laughs> let's say you for our example, we picked all the overs. So there was ten NHL overs that we picked. Um, you would do, you could do a two team round Robin, which gives you all the combinations of two teamers you possibly could out of those 10, or we did a three teamer because we figured the payout was higher. We did not do any math involved with this. We just kind of threw money at the situation, uh, similar to the government with coronavirus, you know, throw money at the situation, see what happens at the end. Um, we did 10 and then we did a three teamer. So it did every single possible combination of three team parlays. And I think it came out to what, 120, Blaze? 120, yeah. 120 total combinations. So so 10 choose three, there was like 120 combinations and only one of them hit because only three of the teams won. How did like what's the what's the uh, like what's the payout on that? Like what's the what's the it odd? just creates parlays for you. That's all yeah, it does. So we figured out the only way we, we would come ahead is if we went seven and three, which is idiotic. Yeah, so you would have seventy percent of your plays. So but we way- didn't do this before we lit $240 on fire. We did it after we lit $240 on fire. $240 lesson, but, you know, it's all about putting good karma in the atmosphere with the gambling gods. So I think they ended up smiling upon me, and we got a little bit of it back. We had the same game parlay, and Patrick Mahomes had the most uh, passing yards. And we hit that under last night, Blaze. We By did. By the grace of God. We deserve to hit that parlay, though. I'm done betting overs and when you guys are betting unders. I'm done. I'm done. That's like the third one in the last four weeks that I went over. You guys went under, and you guys fucking ended up hitting. I, I'm done. I'm done listening to myself. I'm listening to you guys. Um, Don't be afraid to fade yourself. I, you think? Um, I, or else I'd be getting more packages from Grand Rapids. Come on. Um, back, to, back to the ice really quick. So – you guys just did this on Saturday and just pissed away two fifty, or we did it the past two Saturdays. Oh Jesus! So it wasn't a big deal. It was fun while it lasted. We can't do it anymore. Fair, it's fair. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get intoxicated one time and and end up doing it again. We're not doing the round robins thing though, Merrick. This is FOMO you don't want. No, we learned the lesson for you. You don't have to throw your money at. Yeah, we learned That's the fair. lesson for you. That's you fair. you actually owe us 120 bucks. Yeah, we'll we'll probably wait until either March Madness or when college football comes back and we'll it, let's say we pick like 
three money line underdogs that we really like, we could do like a two team round robin because if two of them win, then you'll it'll pop and you'll get a good payout. I agree with what you're saying with that, that, Dave. I think that might be worth it. It might be worth it then. Interesting. Yeah, that's what we learned. But you know, you gotta you gotta be in the arena to learn these things, and I think that's what all uh, it was all about. Experience is the best teacher. That's true. That's true, Dave. Uh, Well, look. Last last other thoughts here in the NHL. Obviously, uh, unfortunate you guys weren't able to capitalize on the round robin. But we are wrapping up the first half of the season. We've got the All Star Game, and uh, I believe about two weeks from yeah, two weeks from this Saturday in Las Vegas. General takeaways from the first half of the year so far. I know I know we're going to get a, a few a few hockey minds uh, back on the show here in a few weeks, but. Um, general takeaways from what you guys are seeing in the NHL? Um, I can just go really quick. Not really that much knowledge for me, um, but the one thing I just kind of stands out to me is Tampa Bay back-to-back, and then they're like right in the thick of it again. It's like you can't count this team out. It's like you almost need to include them and put a flyer on them if you want to try and win some money on the Stanley Cup because they're going to be there in the show, and they have the experience to go all the way. It's just honestly phenomenal that they can win uh, three in a row, which – I don't think anybody's done since the Bulls in the 90s. How are the Rangers doing it? I'm looking at the standings right now. And as you know, I don't pay too much attention to hockey until, like, come playoff time because it's still football season. Then we got to watch college basketball. But how the hell are the Rangers doing it? I, I don't know. That's, that's a really good question. I mean, they're two points ahead of Carolina, three points ahead of Toronto. I mean, granted, they got three, four games in hand on both of those teams. But, um, you know, I think that probably has a little bit to do with them being that high. Dave, I we did like Carolina early. I I still love them. Yeah, Tampa, Tampa playing amazing still. My biggest shocker though in the in the East has got to be Detroit. I mean, it's such a turnaround though from the last couple of years. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see if they can squeak into the playoffs. They're sitting in the in the nine hole right right now, about five points back uh, of Boston. So um, they've they've been playing well, and they've got a really young team. So it'll be interesting to see see what they do. It can be hard right now to determine who's actually good and everything with COVID and with the number of games that have been canceled because there's a lot of teams that have a lot of games in hand, it looks like. So yeah, I'm so, looking at the Islanders. They've played 31 games this year. Wow. And then you look at other teams in their division that have played 40 already. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, they did announce today that they are going to stop testing asymptomatic uh, players, uh, which will be good. So yeah, I get uh, these games in. Exactly. Exactly. They have, have you, to. have you heard anything or any chatter about that? They want to send uh, all the guys that were supposed to be on the world juniors teams to the Olympics. Uh, so a bunch of them are going, Okay. Uh, not, o- not only for the, for USA, but also for Canada, Owen power, uh, the number one pick out of Michigan. Uh, he's, he's going for team Canada. Um, I think there's a couple of players on the, uh, on the USA roster. There are a bunch a bunch of uh, uh, the team Canada are all retired NHL players that are uh, that are in their late thirties, early forties. That's cool. Yeah, let me pull it up. There are a couple big names on there actually. Oh, you've got that kid McTavish as well from Team Canada and the, and the World Juniors. Who's who's going for them? That guy's pretty nasty. Devin Dubnik's going to be the goalie. Do you have the rest of the roster up? I just see him on here. That's the first name I saw. McTavish Power. Oh my god, that's actually pretty funny. If you're like an older dude that hasn't played in forever, and they they ask if you want to play, of course I think you'd want to play. 
I think your biggest. I think the the risk with the NHL players is that they thought they were going to make them quarantine or stay over there for a little bit, right? And I they would have had to come not. back stateside to the United States first, and then they would have let them back in. I can't believe I can't find this roster. It's unbelievable. Anyways, moving on. Yeah, I I, I think the Olympics will still be fun. I think that's right at the same time as the All Star Game, though, right? Um, I think that opening ceremonies what February third. Okay, if I'm not mistaken. So. Um, yeah, unfortunate that the NHLers can't go, but uh, nonetheless, they got to get the games in. Um, so, uh, and and I'm sure some of those guys too will have another chance. But you do think about a guy like Patrick Kane, like is he going to get another crack at it? Probably. Um, is he going to wear the C? I don't know. Right? I know they're planning on it for him this year. But by the way, the Hawks got to get rid of one of those two by the end of the year, right? I mean, they're toast. They got to do something. Nothing's worked. Uh, are they get? I mean, you get rid of Taze for ten and ten and a half, right? I think you should get rid of everybody and just start like just trade anyone, sell it for parts. So we said earlier. That's what we said earlier in the year too. Just fucking get rid of everybody. Who cares? Because what has what's this little middle of the road shit isn't going to work. You either no. have to completely tank and get lucky and get a McDavid or some stud at the top, or. You, you got to do something different. At least in the offseason, they tried to do something different. They went and got Flurry, and they went and added like Tyler Johnson, thinking that they could maybe make some noise. But it's been a complete joke. Flurry's yeah, been that, playing great, and and that guy's done fucking nothing. They yeah. had, they had a really bad start. They they have bounced back a little bit, but definitely, um, I mean, I mean, d- definitely not where they need to be to actually start to win win some more games. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> Oh my God, he's done literally nothing all year. Tyler Tyler Johnson has three points all year. Granted, he's taking only, taking down a nice salary. I mean, he's only played he's only played eight games. He's been hurt most of the year, but still, I mean, Kane has thirty five points. Debrinket has thirty two, and then Hagel is next with nineteen. I mean, come on, and most of Debrinket's goals are coming off coming off of Patty Kane's stick, and 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 he's getting the assist there. Kane has 26 assists and to break it is 23 goals. <laughs> I can't, I guarantee you most of those are coming off of 88 stick, but um, let's jump over to the hardwood quick before we get back to the gridiron NCAA hoops. I haven't been, I haven't been keeping up at all boys. I know you've been, you've been going a few games in town there with, with some buddies there, but how's, how are the Illini looking? How's the big 10 looking uh, in, comp- in comparison to the rest of the field? Well, I want to off to a horrible start, and I was very anti-Andre Corbello. I'm going to walk back the statement after seeing him play yesterday. He single-handedly carried that team to two overtimes. I still think there's a definite ceiling on this team, Sweet 16. Kofi just is – Kofi can dominate guys that are smaller than him. But, man, he got absolutely dominated against Purdue's um, backcourt of a – of Zach Eady, 7-5, Trevion Williams, um, 6-10. Those guys kind of took control. It was an awesome game, though. I probably should have ended up going, but unfortunately I didn't. Um, they're battling, playing well. I think Purdue still cream of the crop in the Big Ten, and then it's Gonzaga too. I got a flyer on Purdue, 15-1 to 1 at the beginning of the season. That can pay out quite a bit of money, but I think it's Purdue and Gonzaga, and then Duke's going to be talked about because it's Coach K's last year, but I just see it coming down to those two teams and maybe a Big 12 team in the Final Four. Dave, you have any thoughts on that Illini game last night? I know you were watching it with your dad. Yeah, it was it was a really good game. And to your point, I think Kofi, if if Kofi goes up against better bigs, like he doesn't dominate and he doesn't really like do much at all, really. Like 
You want that's the first big that he's faced all year that was even like close to being par with him. And he got pushed around and he was fouling out and making dumb plays within like with five minutes uh, into the second half and he was already pretty much toast for the rest of the game. Uh, so that was disappointing to see. And then it's just a carryover from that loss to Loyola last year where that one guy, the one white dude who looked like he was like brought in from as the team manager earlier in the game. Crutwig. dominating him too. Crutwig, yeah. Same thing. So it just shows you – Purdue has the same issues though as Illinois has. Like they can completely dominate you and they have really good players in the front court. Um, but they still make the same dumb plays like – Jaden Ivey kept him in the game because he turned it over a few times and missed a couple big free throws. So all these same issues that plague Illinois are going to be plaguing these other teams too, and I don't think anyone's really a complete team. Um, I like Gonzaga the most still because I'm biased and I've got a future ticket on him. I did also take some of the winnings we had this weekend and put it on Kentucky uh, as a future just because they're super talented and they're always up there. They're playing well at, right now. It's worth it at what, like the 15 to one or whatever yeah. I got them. Gonzaga so. scored 342 points their last three games. They're just, they recovered from their little COVID swoon and they're just playing great basketball right now. So, yep, they're, they're available at five to one. I might see how Purdue plays and throw a little money on them to try and win something back. But that's kind of just the basketball update right now. Um, moral victory for Illini in the game yesterday. They're definitely a turn- tournament team, but I don't really think they're going to be battling for a final four spot unfortunately but better than what we thought was going to be happening two months ago two we, we got small goals right now we just want to make it to the second weekend and i don't think that's asking much hell we gave brad underwood a lifetime contract for being a one seed and losing to loyola we'll probably name we'll probably name the basketball court after him if we meet make the sweet 16 retire his jersey yeah hey one other quick question before we get into football I know you had uh, Matsuyama to win yesterday in that Sony Open. I was watching some of it late at night, just the replay. Holy fuck, did Russell Henley blow that game? Yeah, so I actually had him three to he played one. Really good. I had him three to one, and he was five strokes down after nine holes, and I turned it off. And he came back and won. And man, Matsuyama's kind of got that look in his eye since he won the Masters. He's won three. He's won two tournaments since the Masters, and he took home bronze in Tokyo for golf. Man, so he's had a great. 365 days and I think it might not be a bad idea to ride him for a couple more majors coming up but and he's still in his 20s which is absolutely insane God, it seems like he's been around forever yeah but no, let's get back to the football come on Mikey let's get to the footballs let's do it let's do it well, I'm everyone's huh? on pins and needles waiting for your picks oh no oh I'm not going first I'm not going first it's it's all boys we do have two two good ones on Saturday though Bengals yeah, Titans. yeah I can go first because these are my only plays this week um I don't really know what to expect this week. I think there's a lot of good matchups, but I think the Bengals are a little overrated. And I think Zach Taylor is holding Joe Burrow back. I think the Bengals could have won by a lot more, but that play calling was a little poor and the Raiders kind of botched a couple things, but I really like the Titans minus three and a half. I think this one seed getting a bye week is just huge. Now Derek Henry came back. They get to rest up. Cincinnati had some injuries on the D line. I'm going to do a same game parlay. I'm going to take over 47 in the Titans money line, and that's going to be my one play this week. Wow, you going to parlay that? I am going to do a two-team Uncle Mikey parlay on that. I yes. love that. That's going to be love my Uncle, only play. And the and the Uncle Mikey reference, guy. What a guy! What a guy! Davy Football, you got any action? I, I know, I know, you and I are both on the Packers minus six. Can't not bet him, right? Yeah. Sorry if you heard a ambulance in the background. I'm next to a really busy street right here. Um, I'm betting all the games. <laughs> There's only, there's only, what, seven games left? We got to get our action in while we can. 
I'm going to bet all of them. Um, I, I like the two favorites on Saturday, and I like the two dogs on Sunday. Um, I'm with you, Blaze. I don't think the Bengals are that good, and I think people are sleeping on the Titans. I really do. Uh, I, I like them giving up to about six and a half, seven. So maybe I'll just do an alternate spread on that and go with the Titans. Um, obviously, I love the Packers. Go Pack Go. Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback in my fantasy league. And uh, we've got our futures tickets on the Packers. So we love them. The Bills are a no-brainer. We also love the Bills. We said last week, let's not back off of that. And then I said, I don't really like the Bucks. You guys talked me out of the Eagles, thank goodness. But we're going to go with the Rams this week. So let's just let's just parlay all all four of those and see what we get with them. Uh, maybe, get one little, payout. maybe get a little bit of action here and there on some of the other ones. Um, and then I also put some totals in here if you guys want them. Uh, I, like the under, to us. I like the under in the Cincinnati, Tennessee game under 47. I like the over in the Packers and the Niners. Every game I remember betting a total on the Packers, they ended up going over. That's probably just my own bias coming in. Um, over 47 and a half there. And I'm going to go with the under in the Tampa Bay Rams game, uh, 48 and a half. I might bet those two unders with you, Cincy and, and, and the in the Bucks rams game, for the sole fact that coming into the show, I if I a gun to my head, hope you're standing behind me, I like the overs. Well, yeah, you like the overs. You're so by You love overs. Mikey public picks. Mikey two-teamers. Put them every which way. Give them the overs everywhere. So we got boy. We got Blazer going to two-teamer. We got... We got Davey football going to four-teamer. I'm just going to go right in the middle. I'm going to give you guys a three-team parlay. The two games on Saturday, I do I do like that Titans play minus three and a half. Um, boys, to, to your point about uh, about that Bengals offense, one thing to also consider is, is that Joe Mixon uh, was was nursing that right, that right ankle injury all day uh, on Saturday, and their backup is Samaj P. Ryan, who – uh, I believe he's north of, of 35, if not 36 at this point. Um, actually, yeah, because he was on that uh, – pretty sure he was on that that Florida team that had all those murderers on it. But um, And then, Dave, to your point too, Packers minus six is, is a, a no-brainer, and I love the Bills as well. Um, I, I think that secondary is way better than than what they have in Pittsburgh, and, and that defense is going to play the Chiefs way tighter. The, the Chiefs did not look good in the first half. Um, I, they had a much, much more put together second half. I don't think they're going to be able to do that same thing against that Bills defense. No chance. Bills plus two uh, coming in there on Sunday evening. Yeah, just I want to go back to Dave's pick, the Rams. They looked great last night, but the Bucks. I'm sorry, but they lost two starting offensive linemen. You think those backups are going to be able to hold up against Donald and factoring in traveling across the country on a short week? I feel like betting against Tom Brady in the playoffs is just a bad – I just don't know. And I see it's down to two and a half now in some places. You think the Rams will be able to win straight up? Yeah, I would take the Rams money line. I'm, I'm fading the, the Bucks. Okay, just interesting about that. But no, the Rams um, the Rams looked great yesterday. They did, yeah. I mean, having Tristan Wirfs go out, uh, Iowa guy, by the way. Uh, having him you know, go Walsh out. is an Iowa guy that played really well. Micah Hyde, man. Yeah, playing well pick. for the Bills. He had yeah. a great INT against Mac Jones. I had a couple classes with him, and he did not show up at all. Still passed, still graduated. Somehow, some way, they don't. Eric, ask you got to call him up for another alumni donation. I might, I, I might have to. My ask for the Dallas Clark job. package. Exactly, exactly. Maybe, maybe he's my ticket to getting a statue outside of Kinnick. I don't know. Oh. Well, yeah. Let's talk about Kinnick really quick. Kirk Ferentz, a contract extension to twenty twenty nine. How does Merrick speak for the Iowa fan base? How do you feel about that? 
it's a love hate. It's it's a love hate, uh, and and the reason it's a hate is because his son Brian is is likely coming along with him for the for the ride, and and we're gonna suffer through a, another. How many years was it, boys? Nine years. I mean, the guy's gonna be eighty. The guy's gonna be eight. What 82, 83 at that point. Um, his his son is is gonna be, you know, still at the helm on, on the offensive side of the ball, which which is something that needs to change. And so, you think his son's gonna take over the program when he steps down? No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that I gotta watch another eight years of that bullshit offense. <laughs> That's like that's all it is. Like like it, that that offense is is play calling is atrocious. So, um, you know, with with him at the helmet at the offense, we're not going to be getting any great recruits. Um, you know, Norm Parker is going to continue to have a, a a solid defense. Uh, with 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 a job and and again performance that that defense puts up every year. So, um, yeah, love hate love Kirk. Yeah, at least you know you know you can make the uh, Big Ten championship in Illinois. We haven't even sniffed that since the freaking we haven't even made a Big Ten title game. So we don't know what our ceiling is, but it's not that. At least you guys know what you guys can do with Ferenc. True. But I understand the love hate relationship. What do you got over there, football? You're 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 giggling because uh, no, nah, I just googled Kirk Ferenc, and the first thing that came up was it said that he disbanded his uh, diversity committee. After one of the players, the head of it, suggested that they should move on from him instead of giving him a uh, an extension, so things are great at Iowa. So he got his extension. Now he's back to doing whatever the hell he wants. Basically, is what it kind of seems like. That's like the most old white guy thing to do all time. I know. It's just like ah, fuck this committee. I don't like it. Yeah, it'll, no, be good for, it'll be good for eight and four, and just a, a solid year year's worth of horrendous quarterback play. We that's what we know and love. Honestly, I would love eight and four in a January bowl game every year. I'd be content with that. And maybe once every twelve years, we make a Big Ten title game and get kicked and get our ass kicked against Iowa against Ohio State or Michigan. No, it's way more fun being the underdog in the underdog position. We have no expectations. We got anything else going on for this week? Yeah, what's cracking, Mikey? How's the, how's the apartment? Any environmental advice or recommendations for us, too? No, no, just God damn it. Save the turtles. Guys, um, I've seen, I've been reading about these microplastics. Apparently, it's bad. Merrick, I good. took a COVID test on Monday and I felt horrible having to throw out that plastic. It's, it's, de- it's definitely, it's definitely not good for the environment. I mean, gas prices are going up. Good for business, but bad for the environment. Let's tell it. Hey, that's real good for business right now. <laughs> what about you guys? You guys got anything uh anything happen this this week? Back in school, winter breaks over. Yeah, are you I, sad? Did you get you get the Monday scaries yesterday? No, I didn't. I'm kind of I was just kind of getting bored just working out, watching TV and reading, so this is just something to do. And your social circle kind of increases again with people coming back in town and stuff, so it's good. That's good. Yeah, all, all the co-eds coming back from uh, the, the, the northern Yeah, did snubbers. you say you went to Red Lion? Yeah, with a bunch of frat buddies from college because they were down for the Michigan game. Oh, okay. Nice. We you know, that ambulance got to go on mute. Being there, we just pictured you being there by yourself. No, 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 I don't do that. Hey, I don't do that at Red Lion, at least. Hey, what was that, what was that picture you posted on Instagram where you were wearing a wig? Oh, that was the bachelor party in Minnesota. <laughs> it was all requested that we wear wigs and mustaches. So, Mike, when you have your bachelor party, you can request to do stuff like that, and I'll accommodate your request. 
That's fair. That's fair. And then what? A week a week later, I saw you at some some place where the floor was all lighting up and shit. You were just having the time of your life on winter break, bud. I was. I can't miss friends' birthday parties or bachelor parties. And now I think I got COVID or I'm sick and I have the flu. So that's another reason why I'm happy with school starting up. I can back, be back in my studies and not going out every night. There you go. There you go. You're not boozing every night, not going out. I've been off the, the, the liquor for two days now. It feels great. 48 hours? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Me you too, just Mike. Got Me too. telling us you are doing car bombs at noon on Sunday, and you're considering this your two-day chip. <laughs> relax. Relax. Good Lord. I, hey, I'm, I'll make it. I'll make it till Friday. Keep it clean during the week, buddy. Keep it clean during the week. I think that's, that's what, what I'm going to start do every week. That's what I'm going to start doing now too. I do do that most weeks. I know you just don't count the wine. It's fine. What kind of wine do you drink? Well, I know you drink red. Do you, what are you drinking? Cabs over there? Cabernet. Or I, I'm a big. I'm a big Italian red. Chianti, Brunello, or a nice Barolo. I, I don't know what you're speaking over there. When you when you hear the Italian red wine come out, but uh, no, yeah, yeah, I, I'm a big Chianti fan. I'd say Chianti is the most consistent. If, if I'm gonna splurge, I'm I'm going with a nice little Brunello. Pairs, uh, Dave, David pairs nice with uh with a good steak or pasta. Okay, so you're doing heavy stuff. Yeah, well, yeah pretty it, it, pretty dry. Yeah, no, no, it's it it's it's pretty fu- fruitful, but it's it, it is definitely a little little heavier. So this is I got one more thing, please. Because I know I'm you're here. out here. You're seen on Ken Palm. He's got like the world curling men's top 100 in the little corner too. Yeah, he made another algorithm for that. Did he really? Yeah. That's just funny. Yeah, that might be helpful to like use for Winter Olympics if you're bored and want to bet on that stuff. Yeah, I'm looking right now. John Schuster, the the American guy who they won it last time, is, is up there, number 11. Yeah. Oh, is he related to Juju? Juju, it's his long-lost brother. Props to that guy, though, for coming back after a broken shoulder, man. Dude, a lot of guys. How about uh, Cam Akers? Yeah. And also, like, before we close this podcast out, like, how was Baker Mayfield not able to get the ball to Odell Beckham? And how was Odell Beckham seen as the problem in Cleveland after what he's been doing in L.A.? Just kind of hilarious, the NFL media narrative with that whole situation, in my opinion. Yeah, it might not have been Odell. Yeah, it was clearly Baker and... I hope Baker's uh, girlfriend or fiance doesn't listen to this because she'll probably be calling us out on social media like she does to all of Baker's haters. Oh, that'd be, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that could probably get us a couple more listeners, too. That'd actually be a good thing. We might hit double digits if that happened. Oh, oh my come gosh, on. no way. Come, come on. on. Come on. Oh, we might triple digits. We can't count. <laughs> uh, well, Guys, any final thoughts as we wrap this one up here? I know, I know we're getting, uh, getting towards the end. Dave, you're still at the office. I... I probably got another another hour on the laptop here. Once once we get off, you know, we gotta gotta answer some emails. You know, still still ring the final bell. But any final thoughts for our listeners? Nah, I'm going to Club Ninety Sixty tonight uh, in Tinley with my parents because I got a seven a.m. dentist appointment tomorrow. I don't know why the fuck I thought that was a good idea six months ago. Yeesh. Well, <sighs> it's, it's all right. For my we're, staying, we're covered by insurance. We're getting the teeth clean. We're making sure that those those bad boys stay in there as long as they can. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and pr- thoughts and prayers. I bet you I have a cavity. I would go ahead and bet that because I haven't flossed hardly at all in the last six months. I have never had a cavity in my life. That's good. You're nice. Jeez, put put yourself on a pedestal, huh? A little pat on the back for boys. Boys, you got any, any final final thoughts for the listeners? 
nope, I think this is a great week of NFL playoff football and enjoy it because it's going to be gone soon. So um, there's only seven games so, left. So soak it in, watch it all. Um, enjoy yourself this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, well, look, uh, I think I think we're all excited for Saturday, Sunday, and 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 even uh, uh, yeah, just Saturday and Sunday, right? Was the yep. only, yeah, no Monday, no Monday games this week. But uh, Worcester, thanks for tuning in. Uh, another great episode, boys. Catch you guys next week. And everybody, good luck. Happy gambling. Uh, talk to you next week. Peace. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more.